A matter of fact, I found out today, or whenever I was researching this. A matter of fact, I found out today. Hello, I am George. Welcome back to the Good Talks Pod. Sorry for the two-week delay. It's George's fault. Hey, I had a water heater go out. It was no fun last week. For two and a half weeks? The other week? No, the other week, I was like, hey, let's record. Oh, I need a couple more days for the crime thingy. I didn't say that. Yes, you did. Oh. And then a couple days turned into a week. And something happened two weeks. and it got busy. And then last week, something happened two weeks ago. I don't know what, besides that, I, I can't remember what else happened. But I do know last week I had water heater issue. So I was trying to repair it and that didn't go well. Uh, or it didn't really happen, so I had to swap it out. So I was a little stinky last week because I skipped a shower here and there. Wow. Cold showers aren't fun, dude. We went, well, we had, at least it wasn't cold last week like it is today. That would have really sucked. That would have royally sucked. It was exactly. at least, yeah, a little doable. Um, no, we went to my parents' house and like a couple of nights out throughout the week and showered over there and whatnot. So, not too big of a deal. Swapped it out Saturday morning. No, actually Friday night. Um, yeah, like when I told you I got home, like it took me thirty minutes and I swapped it out for the most part. Do you watch any of the football games over the past two weeks? Uh, ooh, two weeks. Um, yeah, yeah, I did watch some two weeks ago uh, when the cowgirls sucked it up again. Um, I did watch all of that game, and then I did watch this past week's game. The first game, thankfully, I was busy like doing yard work and other shit, so I didn't miss a lot because that game sucked ass. Um, to their defense, when you lose practically every quarterback you ever had on your roster all year long. At one of the most pivotal times, and then they almost went to freaking McCaffrey to be a quarterback. Then yeah, you, you got issues. Um, but you know, it was not pretty to watch. So I, I was glad. Yeah. Oh yeah. Oh yeah. There. Was, damn it! I didn't do. I, damn! I wish I kind of did that on purpose. I didn't. But poor guy. I mean, but the good news is the way he plays. Um, the way he led this team after all their injuries and stuff like that, should be a fun guy to watch. Considering he's the what, what, what's his other? He was the last pick of the draft. What, what's the nickname they have for that? Mister Irrelevant. Yeah, Mister Irrelevant. Yeah. Yep. Yeah. So, cool. Yeah, um, he's still the third string quarterback. Is he still going to be? Yeah. You think so? I mean, unless Jimmy G takes off or gets traded, he's gonna have to. He's not gonna be given the first string spot. He's gonna have to fight off Trey Lance for it. Okay, yeah, I can see that. And if Garoppolo's you- still there, he's gonna have to beat out Garoppolo too. Um, it's it's not his. He's gonna have to go earn it. No, yeah, I, I agree with that. It's not his, but I think he definitely put up a stout interview yes but it's not going to be given to him with the other quarterbacks they have well yeah because you're paying the other ones more too so especially if they uh go and get tom brady 
I saw that this week. Pes- apparently a possibility since he's from the Bay Area. And hmm. people do not think he's staying with Tampa. So if he goes to the Niners, he's not going to beat out Tom Brady. Because you're not going to bring in Tom Brady to sit on the bench for a year or two. So, I mean, if that happens, who's your backup then? You, you trade do. off everyone and, and keep Purdy to sit under Tom Brady like for a year? Him or That's... Trey Lance. You still got Trey Lance. Oh. Man. That's assuming Garoppolo is gone. Do you think he's gone? Do you think he's traded or finds a... Is he? A... He's not a free agent this year, is he? I don't think so. Mm. I don't know his contract. I know that everybody thought he was leaving last year, but then he ended yeah. up staying. Yeah, I remember that. I still don't remember his contract terms. Hmm. Interesting. Um. Do you want to talk about the Cowboys game at all two weeks well, ago? Might as well, dude. Everybody <laughs> wants to know our opinions a week and a half later. Jeez, dude, we're all fucking late. What's your opinion on that one? <laughs> well, in recent news, yesterday they got rid of Kellen Moore, the offensive coordinator. Yeah, he uh, he's now with the Chargers. He took the head coaching job for the Chargers. No, the offensive coordinator. Oh, okay. Um, so now Dallas doesn't have one. Are they going to let – I saw something today. Are, is, are they just going to let McCarthy do the play calling? I hope not. I hope not either. Because I don't We're think two. it's going to be any better. I think they'll put too much on his plate, and he'll end up making more mistakes than what they already do. Well, the reason he got ran out of green base because he was too old school and he couldn't keep up with modern times play calling-wise. That's why he was out for a year. He just sat at home, I guess. So uh, I don't I don't think he would Be modernized in his play calling But I don't uh, know I hope they go Hire an offensive coordinator Who Who do you think is out there? What? I'm just going to let everyone listen to your side Side talk right now Cause talking I'm, to you When you're not focused Is like talking to a wall Uh, I'm listening to you Unlike you listen to me You're like oh I don't know I wasn't paying attention to you <laughs> But anyways I, I don't know who's out there For Dallas to hire That'd be cool if Sean Payton Would have uh, taken the OC spot He's going to. I saw that today. Where is well, he going? He's going to go to Denver, as Denver. a he, as a head coach. Ooh, that's interesting. Dan Quinn's coming back as a defensive coordinator. For oh, for Dallas. Dallas. Yeah. How, but they need to find how, an offensive coordinator. <laughs> how much are they paying him? Is he getting a pay raise? I don't know. Or is it? Or is it just he resigned his next option on his contract or something? Uh, I don't know. I know he interviewed oh. with like two or three other teams for a head coaching spot, but then he decided to come back to Dallas. So he'll be there next year, which is good. But, yeah, I don't know. Dallas, uh, they got issues they need to fix. Do you think Dak is one of those issues? In what way? 
is he just not going to be the guy to to get it done? Um, am I supposed to be honest since we are Cowboys? I mean, yeah. I mean, since <laughs> we call ourselves Cowboys fans, but we're not like ruthless Cowboys fans. We're not the you know. Yeah, we're not those Cowboys fans, but we are going to be honest about if our team sucks or not, or why they're who's really hurting the team or anything like that. And I do. Okay, so I guess people will know my opinion about those comments, but I do feel kind of bad for the guy because he is a nice dude, and he. I mean, it's even like saying like he's like Romo esque, in the fact that everyone likes him, just for the person he is. If you're asking me if he's a problem, yeah. Is when he? You, when you have seven years on your resume and you have two playoff wins, I think. He's got the same playoff record as Romo. That's even why I like try to compare him to Romo. People when, liked Romo, and he had you, good... uh, When you play twelve games this year and you lead the league in interceptions, when you miss five games, that's and you threw two in a playoff game. Well, this is just regular season, but he well, lead, I know, but he led. So... I think, even though he missed five games, that's a problem. There's a quarterback with less interceptions, but just as great that got benched this year because when you had... throw. Uh, Two plus in six games, that's a problem. Notice when they beat Tampa, he had no turnovers. No picks. That is true. And when they played the Niners, he had two. I honestly don't know what he looks at sometimes when he throws. I they they talk about like so even even in that game they're talking about like he has to slow down his game. I'm like, he's a seven year veteran. How's he not know? How to slow down his game. Like, it's like obviously. He, like that one he tried to thread the needle. I was like, why? Don't. And they he's got picked go- off. Like, he does things that are just like, did he just get lucky? Or is he really that good? And then every once in a while he just sucks. Like, I, I don't know. Because. But at the same time, too, why put yourself in the. Like, I don't know, something about his veteran status does not ring veteran to me. There's. Rookie mistakes that are just like, if you're at this stage and you're making those mistakes, that's just not going to fly. Like I think this is who he is. Flashes of greatness, and then in the big moments, you're like, oh, yeah, there it is. Well, but not even in the big moments. Like I mean, you are, some could argue, I mean, well, this was one more round deeper in the playoffs, so it is a big moment. But even then, the game against the Buccaneers, that's a big moment, and he shined. So, that's what I'm many, saying. You get yeah. flashes of greatness. Yeah. But we get more of the letdowns than the greatness, in my opinion. That's True. why he has like two playoff wins. He's like two and five in the playoffs, I think. Two and four or some shit like two that. Two and four. I think Romo had the exact same record currently. Uh, two and four. Was, so he might pass Romo on that record, but I, he might not. Um, it's not good. But the problem is you can't really get rid of him because it's a lot of money going to eat. Like, I think so if they wanted to part ways next year. No, I think if they wanted to part ways this year, it would be ninety million. I think they eat. I think next year is like thirty-five, forty million, which is still a lot, but it's better than fucking ninety. Ninety, yeah. And you can't trade him because he got no trade clause. So he, wherever you want to trade him, he's got to okay it. Because hmm. it's because it's, it's on the contract, so you can't just be like, "Oh, we're gonna trade you to the Jets." He could be like, "Ah, no, I'm good," and it's not gonna go. Would you? Would you use the word overrated? Ooh, uh, that's a big word. It is a big word. And the only reason I say that is because I'll say not not his NFL contract, not his team contract, 
the amount of like publicity and commercials he does, like he's making some bank. Oh yeah, he's got that sleep mattress or whatever. Yeah, he's got that, and he's got whatever handful of random ones here and there, or whatever. But like, he's got some pretty yeah. solid commercial deals. That doesn't make him overrated. Just means he's getting his money. Smart man, good businessman. Yeah. But same thing can we say about the, the owner of I, the Cowboys? Oh, that's a different story. <laughs> I I think he at times is overhyped. Okay. Because Tampa Bay. Five total touchdowns, four passing, one rushing. It's like, oh, man, Dak, 300-plus passing yards, I think. It's like, yeah, Dak, this is a Dak. And what do we get next week? Two picks, probably, I don't even know what his yardage was. Probably, like, low twos. Low two. I mean, it... Yeah, but when you're throwing picks in the playoff game, and one of them it... one of them was at the end of the second quarter, which, Garrett, I think you were going to take at least – it took at least three points off the board. And, oh, yeah, uh, yeah. Uh I mean, not Tampa, the Niners. And the Niners went and scored a field goal. So that could have been a potential seven for us. Yeah. If not, at least a three. But instead, he turned it over and gave them the three. Yeah. It's stuff like pretty... that. You can't do that. When your defense holds Debo Samuel and McCaffrey to, like, around 50-ish yards. That's because they even lost Parsons, Par- Parsons for a little bit. For a little that, bit. He came back. Yeah, you um, came back. But still, I mean... When you hold those two names to that low of a production, like, you should be winning. <laughs> you should be, yeah. They should have. When you hold them to 19, like... you, Yeah, that what, side what of the, more, the ball showed up. You can't ask for more than from the defense, really, other than they go and try to get a pick six, but then it's... I think maybe a little at the end they got a little a little sloppy. Like they were going for those fumbles and like and and they kind of, but that was them kind of getting a little like okay we have to pick up the team and do something a little extra and they just couldn't get it done. But, but which was I, I, I blame the offense. Yeah, yeah, they put that extra pressure on the defense for that shit. Could you blame it on Kellen Moore and his mediocre play calling? Possibly, but now he's gone. Um, can you blame it that there's no number one receiver? Yeah. Imagine if we had Amari Cooper. Do you think Cooper at his caliber today is the number one over Lamb? Hell yeah. Really? Okay, cool. Amari Cooper? Pfft. Yeah. Obviously, you know, he still signed and still played a cessation, pretty damn good year. So. Yeah, but having a number one really opened up CD Lamb's game. It did. Let him shine a little bit. I mean, he's got potential to be a number one, but and he did show up pretty decently. Just I mean, he didn't play awful. He was playing great. But imagine yeah. if you had a true number one. He would have probably that, seen that much better. CD well, Lamb would have been. After Lamb is who? Michael Gallup. That's a big drop. And he freaking he was out like almost the whole entire freaking year. But I'm saying that's a big drop off in production. Wow. So it's like, yeah, Lamb's gonna get all the attention no matter what. So, okay, now, besides all that, the other chunk of offense, obviously the O-line's pretty solid for once, but um, the duo, the backs, do you think after this year, everyone, everyone's got their good opinion about Pollard. What is your opinion about Zeke, good or bad? Um, they need to cut him or he needs to take significantly less money. Because to pay, it's like fifteen to seventeen 
for a pretty much a third down two yards per run back. That's yeah. a lot of fucking money. Is it the play calling that is getting him no, that it, result? No, it's Zeke. He's he's already old. But he's, he's not even that old. For a running back, he's old. So running back, he's, he's to, not explosive anymore. Like he's just a power back. Like if he needs short yardage, that's what he yeah, is. Yeah. But to pay fifteen, seventeen million for that, no. So then at at the backstage, are the days of Peterson and Smith gone? Those have been gone. The, that's that's gone. So that's why Elliott's considered obsolete almost practically now. Well, Dallas is a two back system. But yeah, but if you have a two-back system, you still want, I mean... Pollard was explosive, fast, played more of the early downs, more of a pass-catching uh, presence. Zeke was more of your power back for the short yardage situations. Okay. So you like the duo, it's just you don't like the how much Zeke costs now. No, it's too much. You, yeah. you could spend that money elsewhere. You know how much the uh, Eagles duo back costs them right now? What, it's, what? it's like $4.5 billion, give or take. The so Chiefs, getting the paid- Chiefs duo back yeah. there no that's combined not each yeah what i'm saying so they're the getting paid is around like half of what zeke's getting paid for two backs. not even half like but what i'm saying they're quarter, not even gonna like touch a half. quarter the chiefs i think was like five million like we're paying 15 or 17 for one who doesn't do anything oh he already said he'd be willing to take a pay cut he did yeah because he wants wow. to stay but the thing is like but how much? If you're asking me, like, $5 million is the most I'd want to pay him for the production he puts out nowadays. And even then, I think that's a, that's a lot. <laughs> that's, that's a big steep. That's a big pay cut. Yep. But if not, then you just cut him and eat your losses and go get someone else. Because notice when Tony Pollard went out. Zeke wasn't getting fucking big runs. That's just... There's no explosiveness left. So they do need to fix that. I think they could even draft another running back. But they got to re-sign Tony Pollard because I think he's going to be a free agent. They need to get a number one receiver. Hopkins wants out of, uh, where is he at? Arizona. Mm. Do you imagine Hopkins with C.D. Lamb? That isn't that's a, that's the number one receiver. That is true. Um, man, you, now that you mentioned Arizona, that's just a dumpster fire over there. That's just crazy how that's turned up. JJ Watt's retiring, so he's not back. Uh, Kingsbury's out of his, after signing an extension earlier this year. Is uh, out. He, he's probably still getting his money. I mean, yeah, but I mean, he's Home, out. Homeboy went to Thailand. <laughs> He's like, peace, I'm out. I'm going on vacation. I'm going to go sip on some Mai Tais and on the beach and forget about everything. That's funny. Uh, and then, of course, you got Hopkins. But like you said, he, he wants out over there or he's up for free agency? No, he wants he wants out. He wants to be traded. Oh. The only problem I is mean, that they're going to want a lot for him because he's still good. I mean, that's a team that you could, had a chance to be peak performance. And now all of a sudden they crashed and burned. And now they're a rebuilding team. So, yeah, I would want out too. I mean, Dallas is right there. With that defense, they have a championship defense. But they it's, do. It, it's going to go to waste because they're not going to do anything offensively that's going to. It sucks because you just got, it. I mean, 
Well, even that offensive line, you got uh, what do you call it, Vander Esch and stuff. Like, they're getting old. He's a linebacker. Oh, sorry. Well, I'm just saying, like you got Lane Vander Esch isn't that old. He's one of the young, besides Micah Parsons, I guess. But, but I mean, he's, he's not he's young, inju- young. He's injury prone. That's the thing. But then you also you got you only got so much time with him before he becomes kind of irrelevant. And I do think short... they need uh, like another piece or two in the secondary because they for some reason get burned on the deep balls a lot. So let's back up to the draft this past year. They did their homework. They actually surprised people. Well, let's say Jerry surprised people by his picks. They well, were they smart. Went defense heavy. Yeah, they were smart picks. Can he do it again and fill in the voids? I I think either a cornerback or a safety would solidify the defense on the on the secondary. The secondary was pretty shoddy this year. It was. I mean, they were good, but just not. They need help. But the line's good. The linebackers are good. Um, this is that part of this needs a little help, I guess. But really, they need to offensively. Maybe a running back. I don't know if there's any good receivers in the draft. I think he has to go um, snag like a big-name receiver. That's what I think he should do. I don't know. If, well, no, he's not going to draft a quarterback. Good trade for one. But then someone's going to have to eat Dak's contract. It's not cheap. Mm. Would you take Aaron Rodgers? Aaron's probably done with in Green Bay. I mean, rumor yeah. has it they don't. Uh, they only want to trade him to an AFC team. But if the star is aligned, would you take Aaron Rodgers over Dak Prescott? The storyline behind it. Also, the contract money-wise is kind of similar. Oh, just saying. You know, a reunion of those two. That's kind of cool, but like. What? I, I like I don't need nostalgia in the Cowboys anymore. I need just a whole new fucking legit team. I'd still take Aaron Rodgers right now over Dak Prescott. Over Prescott? Yep. Uh, that that could be arguable. Um but gives gives us uh what like two more years? That's a two year window of championship football. Because that defense is only gonna get older. That's what I'm saying. The defense has got a slim window before you, you had it, and you then you lose it. You don't know how long Dan Quinn's going to stick around. Yeah. And unless he becomes the next head coach. I don't know. You don't know how long Michael Parsons is going to stick around after when he's up for a contract. Yep. So you give me two years of uh, of good Aaron Rodgers. Hell, you don't even got to be good. Just be, like, kind of decent. Just you don't think tur- so? Just turn, don't turn the ball over. That's why Dallas loses all the time. Because they constantly turn it over. Take care of the ball better, and you give me like a good Aaron Rodgers is better than a lot of average quarterbacks or just a lot of other quarterbacks. Hmm. That would be interesting. And then you could think it's like, oh, Green Bay didn't even want me there. Let me show them I still have it. I'm better than Jordan Love. 
Do you think him and McCartney could uh, kumbaya and get along? Yeah, I don't think there's any bad blood. You don't think so? It was just between the front office and McCart- McCartney? McCarthy? McCarthy, sorry. McCartney. Sorry. God. <laughs> I, I sorry. suppose. But yeah, I would take Aaron Rodgers over, over him right now. I don't know, but they're probably stuck with Dak for at least this year. Maybe next year. Just seven years, man. Same shit, different year. Seven? Yeah, he's been the starter for seven years. No, I feel like it's the same shit the past two decades, it seems like. No, I meant with him, though. Oh, with him personally, yes. But I just feel like it's the same old story with the Cowboys. And I, I always want to give him benefit of the doubt. He's like, I got to clean these well, up. I'll clean these up, blah, blah, blah. And it's the same shit. I'm like, ah, oh, damn it. I think, too, though, it's just like they had they, they have likable quarterbacks that as a per individual, the caliber they're capable of and the... The ca- the caliber they're capable of and the leadership they provide, it's something you want to root for, but then the end result is continuous disappointment. Well, yeah, because you can't win with turnovers. I'm like, who else? Would- oh, uh, what's his name? Uh, Derek Carr. He's going to... Where is he going? Well, he's not going back to the Raiders. I saw that, yeah. I saw that he almost might have ended up in the Texans, which I was just like, ha that's funny. <laughs> well, they just hired a new head coach. I think the Texans are going to be better next year. I mean, there's only one way to go for them. Yeah, sure. Although you could be the Browns. I wonder if Derek Carr would be better than Dak Prescott. Hmm. He looked pretty rough. In Las Vegas. But was that just because... Was that him? Or was that just a completely shitty team around him? They're not... They're not that bad. But they're like... I'm just saying. Dude, he's missing pieces. <laughs> you got Josh Jacobs, Darren Waller, Devontae Adams. It's not a shitty piece. So then <laughs> how much of it was Carr then? Might have been the head coach in the system he implemented. Okay. Well, those shitty people. Maybe not the team. Which is also why Tom Brady's a name for the Raiders, because it's Josh McDaniels. He used to be the the OC in New England with Tom Brady. That is true. So, he already knows that system. Is that a system that can work for an aging, finally look like he was an old man Brady? Why are you asking me like I know their system? I'm asking you if you think like that would actually be... It's a system as meaning like he already knows it. Like he already knows the plays and well, most of the plays, I would assume. And just how it's run. But yeah, I don't know. Dak is going to Dak. He's going to let us down every year. (laughs) Poor guy. Poor guy. Poor Dallas fans. (laughs) <laughs> yeah I mean Endure it every year I, uh, I mean I, As a fan base 
even like I don't know. As a fan base, dude, I saw something I, I feel, on Twitter and it hit hard and it made I me mean, upset. It said Dallas Cowboys fans are like Yankees fans. They well, all duh. they always choke in the postseason and they reminisce on on the old times. I'm like, That's, oh, that hurts. <laughs> I mean, it's so true. you get the Yankees as almost one. Of, I mean, it's the Yankees and Dallas that are like the two highest, you know, profitable like. They're the most revenue. Like if they were to sell, they're gonna make the most money. And then you got a few soccer leagues after that, and then you back to football teams and whatnot and stuff like that. And so, yeah, I mean, the way things have gone, especially in the past two decades, I mean, the Yankees at least have a championship in the new Manila, whatever, since two thousand through two thousand. And the new in the new century. Sure, I went for the other word. In the new century. The Yankees at least got a championship in that shit. But at the same time, they are at no caliber what they wore. Just like Dallas. And the fans can be just as obnoxious. Whatever. What? I'm, I can't talk right now. I'm trying to use too many big words. Damn, dude. Dumb it down. Come on. <laughs> um, it's called obnoxious. There you go. That's the one I was looking for. Yeah, I don't um, know what the fuck you were trying to say. Um... You know, speaking of uh, Philly making the Super or I didn't speak of it, but it just crossed my mind. They've had a good sports year. Um, the Eagles are yeah. in the Super Bowl. The Phillies were in the World Series, and their MLS team was in the final. They are having a good year, except for one Phillies fan who's never seen the postseason. Who? Mike Trout. Oh. Well, yeah, he's gotten to more postseason games <laughs> as an eagle than an angel. I saw that one. And I was like, "Damn, that sucks." For I, him. Although I don't know about their uh, the Flyers, which is hockey, and the Sixers, their NBA I team. Phil, they've been postseason contenders, just not championship contenders. Flyers, I can't really actually say. Flyers. Nor- That's what I said. Oh, I thought you said fires. No, I said flyers with an L. Uh, I can't confirm nor deny if um, yeah, they have won a championship. I know they've been postseason contenders. I just don't know if they've won a championship. Bitch, don't act like you watch hockey. I sort of you sometimes. You don't fucking watch hockey. If it comes on ESPN, like yeah, I will yeah. pay attention to what's going on there. I do know Jay like, got semi-famous Wayne, on Wayne Gretzky. <laughs> <laughs> well, speaking of that, uh, I did see that, uh, you know, Jake... Uh, High five with Wayne, and then the um, yes. Boston Bruins scored a a goal. A, yeah, a goal there, and then you didn't ESPN. Know what to say you're like, oh, you scored. <laughs> uh, is it a point? What do they call them? <laughs> For a second, I was like, goal just seems too weird. I think uh, they I, scored a home run. Is that what it is? <laughs> well, the game oh, was in Rick. The game was in uh, um, at Fenway. Doesn't mean you use baseball terminology to, <laughs> to score that. the points. I just, I was just saying, in general, uh, it was that, you know, um, I had to, I doubted for myself for a second. I should have just said exactly what was on the tip of my tongue, which was goal. But anyways, um, he did make it to ESPN, so that was pretty cool. Speaking of ABR, did you listen to the new song? Oh, shit. Uh, no, I have not. Because you're a loser. No, I saw the post, and then I was like, I'm going to go listen. And then I didn't. George, you're a loser. Sorry. You're a poser, George. I did see the comparison to... You're a uh, poser. Not comparison, but I saw, I saw the, whatever. The what? 
the Instagram post about it, and uh, and then like the memes from it and stuff like that. And then what I was gonna memes? listen. There was like the meme of like uh, comparing it to Backburner. It's not comparing it. It it's a uh, I forgot what movie it is. But Ben, St- it says Backburner, and then because it's oh, it's Ben Stiller. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And Owen Wilson, whatever movie. Yeah, the own um, Zoolander. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Yeah, yeah, they did the whole little turning the head thing or whatever, the modeling thing. They yeah. don't. The songs don't sound the same. It's just the title of the song sounds the same. Oh, well, yeah, but you can hear a clip of the song in the background. And then I was going to go listen to it, and then I got distracted, and I didn't listen to it. Gosh. Sorry. You're not even going to go to the show, are you? If I'm going, it's that Sunday one? Shit, Sunday? Where are you going to see him at? Uh, whatever day that's at on the, the weekend. At the bus stop or what? I don't know. Whatever day is the weekend one. It's Saturday. Mike. Saturday, okay. If I go look at the calendar right now. I just told you it's Saturday. Why in the world? Oh. I just told you it's Saturday. Yeah, the 25th. If I'm going, it's the 25th one. If my kid doesn't have a birthday party. It's Malin's birthday on the 23rd. You know what? We're going to fucking take her to ABR. What Saturday is the venue, is it? I think it's the Vibes place. The one in San Antonio? Yeah. Uh, I won't take her to that one. No, we'll stand in the back. Yeah. Maybe. Yeah. We got to get him started early, dude. Then you could take her to meet the band and be like, hey, it's her birthday. I don't know about <laughs> Melon, but I know Caroline, um, she's been raised up on a lot of country and old classic well, not even old. We had classic rock. If I had to guess, Madeline's going to be the one that listens to more of the stuff we listen to. Madeline's going to, I don't know, maybe. If I had to guess. I just know that if you try to thump it or like, you know, throw it old school rap wise, Caroline doesn't like it. Madeline kind of makes some offense to that one too. Well, I didn't say rap. I said metal. Well, I just know Caroline's like pretty fixated on her like country and old school country. So that every time you play something else, she's just like, I don't want to listen to this. I'm just like, child, educate yourself. I can tell. Like, but if I had to pick. Madeline's so. gonna be the one that listens more to what like you like, Poss- po- possibly in the in the heavy music wise. In the heavy scene, yeah. Caroline, I I don't know. She uh, I think she'll listen. Like I don't like it. <laughs> like I mean, like if Britney tries to go all ghetto on them, they're like, "Mom's weird. Uh, <laughs> You're weird, child." Yeah, like I mean, I'm, I'm talking like classic ghetto, like Tupac, not, not nowadays ghetto, like. You know, back in the day, some biggie, you know, do some stuff like that. Well, you're ghetto. You're not ghetto. I ain't ghetto. You're like a I fake just, ghetto. Yeah. I'm, I'm just poor. <laughs> well, it's true. Okay. You ready or what? Sure. Why not? Guess it's Soon. time to start this pod. Okay, so Jordan's going to try and do a true crime thing. We're going to see how good this goes. Uh, or how for the best. awful it fails. For the record, I don't even know what the fuck he's going to talk about. I'm going to talk about beer. What? And murder. And murder. Oh, I was like, that's not true crime beer. <laughs> this, this true crime, like I think a lot of people know it, and a lot of people don't know it. And it's actually local Texas history true crime. I can neither like, confirm nor deny because I really don't know what you're going to talk about. I want it to be, I guess, just like 
intrigued into the story. Dude, it's got two mistresses in it. Instead of being like, oh yeah, just listening, even though I know what happens, I genuinely don't know what happens because I don't even know what you're talking about. Okay, it's got two mistresses in it. And it's the called, it's basically uh, Pearl Brewery, the brewery in downtown, you know, San Antonio, uh, which I, is no longer I guess longer we should brewery. make a disclaimer. Just bear with us if this is awful because we've never done true crime. I, <laughs> I'm just saying because we've never done true crime. So we don't really I don't know. even know like, like my true crime background is like occasionally watching because I'm at work, uh, Nancy, whatever her face is on HLN. Pelo- no. no. Not her? Pelosi. No, no Nancy. <laughs> I was like, wait, why is this the first one that popped in my head? It's uh, Drew, isn't it? Is it? Is oh, it Nancy anyway. Drew? Oh, I anyways. Wrong I like the... <laughs> She's pretty scary, too. Um, but all I'm and... saying is we've never done this, so just bear with yeah. us if it's shaky. So, if you go downtown to San Antonio, not to the Riverwalk, and you go to the what, what is this a story of? It's a story of Otto... Um, auto, auto shit <laughs> sorry i thought his name pulled up but i did not um we're off to a great start <laughs> um i feel like we're up to walking through this coer it's k-o-e-h-l-e-r k-o-e-h-e-r l-e-r it's german kohler kohler right why'd you okay. say coer i don't know i forgot to <sighs> It's German. I'm not German, okay? I should have ringed up my sister-in-law and asked her how to say these things. Otto. I'll find out when I go in a few months. <laughs> okay, so the story of Otto Kohler. He was not the owner of Pearl Brewery. He was the manager and president of the brewery. Anyways, he was na- he was married to his wife, Emma. There is a hotel, although not haunted. It would be kind of cool if it was Wait, haunted. What year was this? This was okay. Sorry, uh, this is in like eighteen eighty three. Oh, eighteen hundreds. Dang, you were yeah, way eight, back. Okay, yeah. So, um, I wish anyways. I wish they could all see how you just scribbled. <laughs> 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 oh, okay. Um, so to put this one on YouTube <laughs> video. He's he's a he's a German. He, they're German family. They uh, immigrated, you know, over from Germany, whatever, and stuff like that. Um, he lived in St. Louis for a little bit, and then he he learned, you know, about brewing there and stuff. Brought what he knew from Germany too. They end up in San Antonio. They end up he ends up being coming the president and manager of the San Antonio Brewing Company uh, before it was actually famously known as the Pearl Company, uh, Pearl Brewery. That nasty and, ass beer you like to drink, huh? That nasty ass beer you like to drink? Pearl? It's the the beer that's hard to find and all that shit? Yes. A matter of fact, I found out today, or whenever I was researching this. A matter shit. of fact, I found out today. <laughs> Jeez. Pearl, or however you say Pearl in Germany, was actually brewed in Germany, made its way to the United States, and then they started using the exact same recipe in the United States, and it got transferred from the German name to today's name, Pearl. Um but anyways, so Otto and his wife got in a nasty-ass car wreck, and his wife ended up needing, uh, like, she was unable to take care of herself, he was unable to take care of her, so they needed a nurse to come take care of her, like an in-home nurse. Obviously, this dude's got some money, he's a president and manager of the brewery, 
knocking out some great beer and stuff like that. This is pro- Prohibition. He finds a nurse. Guess what her name is? What? Emma. So they have the same name? His wife and the first nurse have the same name. So, you know, things are going along, right and well, whatever, and stuff like that. She's still incapable, and, well, Otto starts uh, messing around with the uh, other Emma, the nurse taking care of his wife, named Emma. And so, yeah, that goes on for a little while. Um, His poor wife is, like, bedridden and unaware of anything going on. No one's even able, capable of telling her what's going on, stuff like that. So... Lo and behold, you know, that goes on for a while. Um, in enters a friend of the nurse, the first Emma. Or, sorry, the second Emma, the nurse Emma. Following? Yes. I'm like, I'm already getting sorry. confused with the goddamn sorry. Emma's. <laughs> <laughs> well, hold, hold on. Um, a younger Emma, and taller, I think. This w- is three other? Emma's? The three Emmas. This is the tale of the three Emmas. Did they not there, have any other fucking names back then? I don't know what was going on in the okay, 1910s. So we got wife hospitalized Emma. We have nurse Emma. And who's this other one? She's also a nurse. God damn it. And, and a friend of, of the uh, first nurse Emma. Uh, this one is a younger Emma. She's in her 20s. And um, be hard to keep track of. <laughs> So she started working for the family, and um, there—I mean, there's wait. She works for the family. She's another nurse working to take care of wife Emma. Both Emmas are taking care of number okay. one wife Emma. Well, you said she they works are, for the family. Well, yeah, because they're they're actually living nurses for the family because her, his wife needed full time care. Like these are actual like this is like in home like in home health care, but like constant like you're rich enough to like. House them yourselves. So, and of course, you know, uh, the friend of the first Emma, um, they, yeah, quickly just auto likes Emma's, I guess. And he quickly, yeah. And he quickly fell in love with his third Emma and (laughs) Emma number three, Emma number three, Otto at at, at this point, Otto's in his fifth, He's in his 50s. Um, the second Emma, I don't think I ever quite caught her age. Um, so, but the, anyways, the third Emma is a basically younger, hotter version of the first two Emmas, I guess. I don't know. Um, they describe her as petite with beautiful, hazy eyes. They don't even tell her, like, her hair color or anything like that. Um, Otto was in his 50s. He's got this 20-year-old, you know, 20, 20-some-odd nurse. And while his bedridden wife is there, apparently, I guess, one Emma Is she, was like, enough. in a coma, or she's just, like, she can't get out of the bed? She's bedridden? Nothing ever suggests that she got into a coma. Because she comes back. She comes back. She comes back with a vengeance, in a way. In a way. Um, so, after Otto took on um, Emma number two... Why do you say it like that after he took her on? <laughs> because after he what it's the way it's worded with my notes. It's the way I read it from the notes and she invited her other good friend to come live. So they got a house 
you know, for the nurses, and the Otto's got his house. And then, as Otto has his house, and he has the house for the nurses, it's like he has his little whorehouse. He's got his house with his wife, and where his nurses go take care of his wife. And then they got their house, and that's where all the fun happens. Um, and, of course, they're all German nurses, too, that, you know, immigrated. That's how they're all friends. Of, I guess Emma was a very popular German immigrant name back in the day. Um, but, oh, here we go. Emma 3 was tall blonde, so I think Emma 2 was the hazel blue. I, the, I don't know, whatever. I'm getting lost, too, in the Emmas. Um, this is going he, great. <laughs> he bought him a cottage in town for them to live in, and, um, I mean, he was a throwback sugar daddy in the 1800s, 19, or, you know, or not 1800s, 1900s, in the early 1910s or whatnot. Um... He was worried about, like, I mean, he basically bought him stuff or bought him the house and stuff like that to keep him, like, shush. Like, let's have our fun. I'm going to house you. I'm going to take care of you. I'm going to, you take care of my wife. I don't know. It's weird. Um, he gave him a monthly allowance and everything like that. Emma, not the exact same allowance. Emma, two got $125. Emma, three got $50. So, there is some loyalty to the first, or not the first Emma, but... To the first mistress. Nurse number one, yes. Nurse number one got more money than nurse number two. Um, if you didn't know what was going on, you basically saw a guy housing his two live-in nurses for the care of his wife. So a lot of people did not know what was going on. Uh, all his you know, other brewers and other loyalty people in San Antonio or whatever and stuff like that had no clue what was going on. And so he kept it that way and for a while and whatever. But so here's where the, the murder starts to build is you can't keep all three women happy. <laughs> like bottom line, doesn't matter how much you're paying them. doesn't matter how much, which one you pay attention more to or anything like that. Somewhere, somehow one of them's going to get jealous. And he basically, uh, had some like weird suspicions um about emma two maybe leaving him or like not wanting to be a part of this thing anything so then he started treating emma three better and emma three started getting more attention and more money and he started going um like on um trips around the world or trips around the country i don't know what's considered around the world back then um, I'm assuming around the world. Uh, and he even proposed to Emma 3. So, remember, Emma 2 was getting more money. And you still got Emma number 1, the wife, sitting at home in bed, bedridden. Yes. And years passed by, and now he's running around with Emma number 3. And courting her, you know, or even proposed to her. Um, but Emma number 3 had a heart. Had a heart. Um, and it's just like, he couldn't just abandon his wife. Like, you can't just marry me and leave your wife and blah, blah, blah. I'm like, really? You know, after all that, he just can't do all that. Um, so, <laughs> um, um, he, I guess is brokenhearted cause he didn't get, she said no, she turned him down. So he like ran off to Germany for a little bit. When he came back, he didn't hear from her 
or anything like that or whatever. So then he starts like kind of like, oh, shitting himself. Like, okay, I proposed to her. I went off on this trip. I came back. Now I can't get a hold of her. Um, she ain't reaching out to me. I'm not finding her anywhere and stuff like that. So he starts getting like all worried. Like, oh, shit, she's going to she's gonna rat me out. She's going to tell like all my friends. She's going like, to tell like, hey, this man was sleeping with me. This guy proposed to me, blah, blah, blah. Um, I don't know. I guess, you know, when you don't have social media, you can get away with some of these things back in the day. Um, <laughs> but so then he finally does get a hold of her. M number three, the younger one. And he tells her to meet her at a bar. And she's like, okay, you know, whatever. So they exchange between all this. They finally do get some kind of intent intention. And she uses the phrasing, I'm going to bring all of her papers. And this essentially like meant letters, credits, anything else that would be used to as blackmail against him is what he was thinking. Um, so then, um, sorry. He, sorry, sorry, sorry. I, I got lost right here. Sorry. He told her to bring all her papers. So it happens when you have a story with three Emma's. I know. So I'm like, it's because it gets, it's, it's <clears throat> like to have two mistresses. They're all named Emma. The the age ranges are different. You well, go run at around. Least, at least you know he couldn't fuck up the name. I, that's true. <laughs> I mean, no matter what. Now, if he said like Jessica in the middle of something, all of them would be like, "Who the fuck is Jessica?" Yeah, see, it's like, at least he got yeah. that. You just say Emma. Yeah. You're like, "Well, it's one of them." <laughs> <laughs> I love you, Emma. Uh, okay, thank you. I love you too. <laughs> yeah. Um, she freaks out when he tells her to bring all her papers, and that's when she reaches out to Emma number two and be like, Hey, things went south. I need you to be with me when I meet with him. And so when she does meet with autumn, he, I guess had a change of hearts, not the right term. He shouldn't bricks about Emma number three. In the meantime, he's back with Emma number two, like a regular thing. So like, I don't know. He had and a thing still going... taking care of his wife. And M number two is still taking care of his wife. I don't uh, think M number three at this point is taking care of his wife. It's that's what I mean. Number... Like they're yeah. still like, okay. Yeah. Yeah. So M number two, it now becomes like his main piece again. And so, yeah, so much confusion going on. Um, I can tell I can see it on your face. The more I read into it, the more I'm just like, God damn, like this was, like, how the hell? Like, I guess maybe because there wasn't social media, you could write letters and make, you know, phone calls randomly sometimes, and you can get away with things like this. But I'm like, God, man, this is a bunch. Um, so they finally meet with Otto. Emma number two, Emma number three. Like, Emma number three was so far not in the picture, she was, like, in St. Louis, I believe. When they finally meet, Otto's stunned. And he starts freaking out. And they meet in the cottage he originally bought for them instead of meeting like publicly at some bar or something like that. M number two was in the parlor, you know, bar or whatever. And she told him to talk to M number three first, who was laying down and acted like she had a headache or something like that. Um. So... 
in that moment of like one's not feeling well one's feeling well he thought he can talk to one over the other and somewhere after five o'clock a neighbor just heard gunshots and when they came to the house and stuff like that they found emma number three sorry um with cuts to her wrist bruises on her neck but i believe the gun was found in her possession in emma number three's possession and um so emma number three was put in jail i don't think i think emma number two leaves this whole entire thing completely unscathed like no benefit of money no benefit of the only benefit she didn't get put in jail and number three gets put in jail but then I think M number three posts for bail and they allow her to leave. And she goes to New York City. This is nineteen seventeen, so World War One is like sorry for any history buffs, is about to start or is started, or like she's she ends up leaving the country while she's supposed to be in the country because she's supposed to show up for murder trials. And she runs off to Germany and becomes a, and starts nursing soldiers over blah 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 during World War One and she finally returns in 1918 to face her prosecution her prosecution and her charges about the murder of Otto uh one of the key witnesses or see who is this is it key witnesses I don't know couldn't be found oh I don't know how this even took place, but apparently there's some Hollywood star-ish um, that was, like, a part of the witness slash, you know, whatever, and she couldn't be found. So then the trial gets delayed, and then when she finally does get there, like, I don't know, the trial went haywire, basically. It just, no one could prove anything. Everyone had, like, deniability. Emma number three like was saying that he came after her and she that's why she had the cuts on her wrist that's why she had the bruises on her neck uh one uh emma number auto see the auto was said to have been coming to emma number three with a gun and then he went after number emma number two emma number three like went after that but then also emma number three had such a big headache she was totally depressed about it. There was even rumors that she was trying to shoot herself, and he tried to prevent her from shooting herself, and she shot him instead, like, by accident. Um, it just was, in, like, I don't even know. Like, today's juror would have had a fit with this, for I think, maybe. I don't know. Maybe the evidence would have been there better, you know, fingerprints and, you know, all that forensic shit and stuff like that. Um, the trial only lasted one week, and it all male jury with this now probably young 30 some odd tall blonde um probably working the jury um freed her did he drop the charges so she walked and then oh not, not, this is how much she like you know wooed the jury one year after the trial concluded m number three tried taught no she actually did marry one of the jurors in her trial so you can tell she probably was flaunting it pretty good in the courtroom. Probably. Yeah. yeah. So then, after all this, 
Emma number one is alive and well and out of her bed. And what was her husband's company as president and manager, she now becomes the shareholder, the the majority like manager, president of the company. And I don't, I mean, there's not much on like how she thought of the whole situation because I don't know how many, obviously she was bedridden for a majority of it. But um, she just, she took Otto's plans. Obviously, he was a good brewer. He was a good manager. And he was a good uh, president of the company. Because it was a growing company throughout this whole entire thing. He's making money. They're, they're producing a fantastic product. And she basically takes his ideas and his product and just strongholds the company. This is like 1920s. So, for a woman-led business back in the 1920s, is saying she can't vote. She can vote on company matters and her opinion and her opinion matters, but she can't vote for like the governor of Texas. She can't vote for the president. Women's suffrage hadn't even happened yet. Uh, so after all this and everything like that, she comes out being like the main Emma, the one that like steers Pearl Brewery into a fantastic um, prohibition time, like even creating near beer, root beer, ice, uh, dry cleaning services. She keeps the company going. Uh there's rumors of a black, you know, underbelly type thing of, um, of not rum running, but, you know, creating beer and, you know, selling it during prohibition, stuff like that. Soft drinks, food production, you name it. She was, you know, just going crazy. Um, so there is a hotel <coughs> there that is called Hotel Emma and it's named after the three Emmas. Then there is a drink that you can order in the bar called the three Emmas. And they'll, the bartender will tell you the quick version of basically there's Otto and he has his wife, Emma. Then he has his first mistress, Emma. And then he has his third mistress, Emma. So the, the joke behind that is one is fine, two is great, but three will kill you. <laughs> um, it's a good rule of thumb with any shot. <laughs> <laughs> I was like, I don't think, yeah, whatever name you're going to stick on there is. Uh, so I thought, you know, it's a cool bit of Texas history. It's a cool bit of beer history, cool bit of German history. And it is a murder mystery type thing or true crime, and uh, like I mean, dude, that was pretty. For 1890, 1910, 1920, that was pretty some pretty fucked up shit. I agree. Where's this bar at? It's there downtown San Antonio. Like what, you go go to the go to the Pearl, and then you go to Hotel Emma, and I think it's the Steinmore. Fuck, what's the name of the bar? Um, I wonder if it's haunted. No, they say it's not. Like, after all this story, you think, like, Emma's... I think because, in a weird ghostly way, I think because Emma, the original Emma, the wife, came back, like, from her... Basically, seems like coma, but they say she's bedridden. She comes back from that, she's fully, you know, alive and everything like that, and she comes back and rules this company for a long-ass time. Um, They have no children. Her and Otto never had any kids. But, um... I believe a nephew, not much of the family took after the business, like as far as nephews or nieces. I think there was a nephew. But some of the family down the line, the heritage of their name is the creator of Pace Picante Salsa. What? Yeah. (laughs) Because Pace is from San Antonio. And the creator from Pace Salsa did not live a lot in Texas. He actually was from... Louisiana, I think, and he spent a lot of time in New Orleans. But then when he came to Texas with the family business, not the brewery business, uh, a food industry business, 
Um, that's when he ended up creating Pace Salsa, and then, yeah. So, interesting people. Um, huh. But anyways, because of the way Emma came back and she ended up thriving the business, I don't think she left with like a, a mean spirit. So a lot of people are like, no, there's never been haunted stories here. I, I mean, I guess there's the other two Emmas, but I think all of them like ran off and did their own thing. They're just like, oh, well, you know what? Fuck it. He's dead. We're going to go do our own thing. <laughs> like, peace. <laughs> they probably sent each other a Christmas card every year. Like, thank you for getting rid of that asshole. <laughs> I don't know. Um, it's, I don't know. It's just one of those stories, like, it could only happen during that time. Not maybe that time period, but, like, it could only, like, I just don't think a story like that. There's a lot of true crimes that get away with now or, you know, interesting stories. But, like, man, like, I don't know how that could all happen in today's terms. Interesting. Social media. You'll be caught in, like, one day. (laughs) One of the Emmas would have posted on Instagram, like, here with my bud. Or here with my sugar with daddy my auto. bud? Here with my <laughs> bud? Sorry, I don't know how to play this game. Jeez. Here with my bud? <laughs> I was trying to go for G-rated, and then I realized I can't. I thought you were going to say, like, here with my boo or bae. You go with I, bud. I was going to go with ho, but I decided oh. to go with <laughs> Here with and my I really- bud. The fuck out of here, dude. Here with my sugar baby. Here with my bud. Dude. Um, wow. One of Maddie's friends came up to the car the other day talking to Maddie. And then You're Maddie embarrassing her, kid, her friends already? No. Maddie's only six. She's going to be seven. Her other friend I think might be seven. Her, She's got an older brother in middle school. So she comes up to her and she's like, She's like, bruh. I was like, what the fuck? I was like, I've never heard that saying from a little kid. Like, a little girl, mind you. I'm just like, what? I was like, no. You're not some teenager that... Yeah. I was just like, what the hell? I was like, bruh. I was like, oh. It's crazy, dude. It's crazy. I don't know these terms now. Obviously old man so did you like my first true crime <laughs> it was interesting <laughs> did you like it <laughs> i wanted to still dig deep more into it because find out more about the other two emma's how their lives ended up more you already lost your turn that was your turn uh well i don't i mean obviously i didn't want to go too i mean i think you can go deeper into this but um let me see i'm trying to, yeah it's the Steinworth, and it's inside the 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 hotel emma oh. yeah i want to stay at the hotel emma but i'm not rich enough for that shit even the cheap room, like on the off season day, is like three to four hundred dollars. Your manager, you make that kind of money? Hell no. Mm-hmm. But my problem is, if I want to stay there, I don't want to stay in the cheap room. I want to stay like at least in a mid room, you know, good view and all that shit. Oh my gosh! <laughs> Just stay they in have the like cheap a room. they they have like a two story room, you know, for like two thousand dollars or something like that. You can fit like I think ten people. And he's like, you got your own dining room in there and all that shit. Yeah, it's one of those. But it's like, it's not like a modern day fancy. It's like a, it's still got like, so you can go into the hotel. You can go to the library in the hotel. You can go to the bar in the hotel and the restaurant. You can go different areas of the hotel, like just walking through. Uh, if you go during the winter, they have these massive fireplaces that they have all lit up and shit like that. It's very beautiful. Um, just to go to the Pearl and go see all that shit. And, and then, of course, maybe even order yourself a 3MS. 
Just don't have three of them. <laughs> Obviously. So. Good job, George. You got through Thank your you. first story. <laughs> I, I I just don't think it's one that a lot of people know of, too. It's a pretty cool one, though. <clears throat> Minus you uh, ruffling through all your notes. I, I didn't ruffle through them. I was mainly on my phone, my notes. Oh. More scrolling. Well, so. Same thing. Yeah. Well, maybe the listeners will let you know how you did. Cool. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, it's either going to be good or bad, right? I think this would probably be one of the more comical um, explanations of a true crime they've ever heard. <laughs> Most of the time, they try to put you in suspense or like make you think like the victim or make you think like the killer or hear the killer's thoughts or whatnot and shit like that. No, I just told it like a freaking tabloid. <laughs> <laughs> I, I was a live version of a tabloid from the early 1900s. This would have been the TM, TMZ explanation back in the day. Oh, God. <laughs> Galloping around on your fucking horse. <laughs> hot off the press. Hot off the press. Emma 3 puts a cap in Oro's ass. <laughs> Uh, you want to know another funny? Sends a very, very rare photo. Hey, bud. <laughs> Can y'all stand still for 30 seconds while I set up my tripod? <laughs> not, not 30 seconds. 30 min- three, three minutes, please. I got to set this up. 30 let's, minutes. Let me, let me set up the flash. Hold up. Hold, up, hold the gun right there. <laughs> it's just a caricature. Just fucking draw him real quick. Uh, it's cold as uh, balls out there. Or uh, cold as... Uh, freezing titties out there and what i told I, I said i said earlier today i think the term is usually cold as balls right or freezing balls uh, freezing titties freezing balls <laughs> you're just saying all of them sorry you could use both and i was like i don't feel like saying balls so i was just like you know what? it's freezing tits out there or i said freezing titties out there and madeline without missing a beat it's freezing titties Wow. And I was like, oh, fuck. You're and like, then, oh, I fucked up now. <laughs> but did you hear what I said? What? She thought I said teddies. Oh, so she didn't really hear you. She didn't hear the titties. She heard teddies. And now she's kind of gone around saying, it's freezing teddies. It's freezing teddy grams. It's freezing teddies. I'm like, now my... Now my kid's gonna go back to school and be like, "It's freezing teddies out there." I'll be like, "Excuse me, what did you just say?" <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> Excuse me. <laughs> I was like, "Well, I'm kind of glad she didn't hear titties, because then she would go to school saying it's freezing titties." And well, that'd be not. funnier though. I don't know. I think teddies is freaking hilarious because a lot of people. The no, first thing I think the other one's hilarious because who's gonna expect a seven year old to say that or six? She's whatever. <laughs> she. Here's things so nonchalantly, and she says them, says them, all the time, and we're just like, oh fuck, like, forgot we got like our little, like it's, and it's always the times where like, you think no one's paying attention to you, you think your kids are off in la la land doing their own thing, and all of a sudden you say something or they hear something, like hear something over the radio or TV show, and then all of a sudden Madeline's just like, without skipping a beat, just blurts it out nonchalantly, like. It's a term she doesn't even understand, and she just blurts it out and just like, fuck. 
because then she thinks it's cool just the phrasing of it or the the sound of it and she just starts going off and off and off and just saying it I'm like uh oh my bad <laughs> <laughs> i want to know though if she goes to school tomorrow and tells another kid it's freezing teddies out there if that kid goes home and uses the same phrase saying it's freezing teddies out there and a parent's gonna hear titties and they're gonna be like what and then yeah I think that's funnier. Was it a comeback to you? Uh, whatever. <laughs> <laughs> I'd rather her saying that than it's freezing balls out there. Uh. <laughs> I mean, she could just say it's cold. <laughs> I don't know. Just a thought. Uh, you got anything else? Nah, I'm good. That was my all my funnies for the day, I think. Uh, do I have anything else? Nope. I guess oh, again. What? I, I I do have a follow up, um, to last week's pod, Little Debbie. We didn't fucking you... do one last week. Well, the last pod, God. Two, three weeks ago. Did you go and buy yourself some Little Debbie snacks? Mm, actually, no. <laughs> really? Yeah. Dude, like I I I really it bugged me how long I really like bought myself Little Debbie. And uh, I guess my wife listened to the pod. Yeah, I say that question mark because sometimes she does listen to it regularly, and sometimes like she goes without, you know, a while. But I guess she listened to it because I didn't say nothing to her unless she overheard my our conversation. And in the next HEB order or whatnot, she bought zebra cakes and oatmeal. I'm oh, not oatmeal cream and uh, and um, star crunches. And I was just like, oh fuck, this really seems awesome. So I proudly threw those in the refrigerator. And I started eating those pretty regularly. Um, I've taken one almost almost every day with my lunch to work. And then people are like, you like zebra cakes? Like, you're a grown-ass man bringing a zebra cake to your lunch. I'm like, leave me the fuck alone. This is a happy moment in my life. It doesn't matter, dude. It's a fucking little snacky snack. Shit. Yeah, it's a snack. I eat my healthy lunch, and then I enjoy my zebra cake. And wonderful, wonderfulness. Just let me eat, goddammit. Yeah. Well, I was like, I've... Uh, had a few star crunches for breakfast because you know it's got cereal bits in it, so it counts, right? No. It's got rice crispy no. cereal stuff. That counts. It's cereal. <laughs> no. And then uh, today, when I was at HGB, I did get for breakfast for tomorrow the pecan pinwheels. Of course you did. Yep, I'm, I'm excited for that tomorrow. Is it going to happen tomorrow or is it going to happen tonight? I don't know, but it for sure will happen tomorrow. Morning. Shit. If it's as often as you do this pot, it might happen in two weeks. <laughs> um, did I buy any other little day? I think that's it. I think that's all we've gotten so far. But I'm I'm might be getting fatter here soon. I forgot how good they were. <laughs> and they're pretty cheap too. Like they even H E B has like a coupon right now. Like buy two, get them for like four dollars or five dollars or something. I don't know. I'm like, damn, ain't bad. So, go buy yourself your snack. I need to. Ugh. I'm tired. Yeah, see so any more sugar in your life. God. Well, you got anything else? No, I'm good. We plan on doing another one in a few days with the brackets. That is true. Depends if George flakes or not. Depends if I got time in my life. Make time. The people want the bracket. All right. I'll give it to him. <laughs> <laughs>
All right. I'll tell in a few days. <laughs> Bye. Bye.